Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, folks. We're one week away from the start of NFL, the NFL season, and most importantly, the fantasy football season. Yes, I know you're in draft mode right now. We still got one more week to go, so we're going to answer a lot of questions tonight on pre-draft stuff and ranking guys. We're going to do things a little bit different tonight because we're not in the who do I start? Who do I not start yet? We're, we're a week away from that. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to go through basically the entire NFL. Now that the 53s are made for each team, and they're making a couple adjustments at the bottom, but you're not using fantasy football on number 52 or 53 on one of these teams. I get that. But we're going to go through a ton of players tonight. Who knows likes, who he doesn't like, stay away from, get this guy late, the whole deal it's going to be a really fun show tonight. It's almost going to feel like an NFL preview show tonight. The difference is we like to sprinkle in fantasy football. Actually, we like to sprinkle in football and we talk fantasy here on the show. And that's what we're going to end up doing. But this is Zach in the nose. So I have to have a partner in crime. And he is on the other side of this little video chat that I have right now. He is the nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Spencer the nose. Welcome. One week away. Rams and Bills. LFG, that's what the kids say, right? Oh my, can you, you did it. We can't sit on the air, but that is right. LFG all the way. Uh, I couldn't be any more excited. Right now, we are in the heart of draft season, Zach. I cannot explain to you my schedule and how much my wife hates me right now. It I'm is sure. very, yeah. oh, you saw, it is intense yeah. right now. Averaging a few drafts a day. Uh, and let me tell you something. I don't get sick of it. And I love it. And that's why I'm here for it. 
I've learned a lot over the last week, from last week to this week. The strategy that we have in place couldn't be any better. So as we always say, let's go in, let's get this thing going. Uh, we are in the, again, I know a lot of you have had drafts. Uh, please obviously text the show and let us know what you did and how, and I'll let you know how you did. Also, we are, as uh, Zach mentioned, I am here to answer any thoughts on any player right now in the NFL. Every player in fantasy has a value, right? I'm not going to tell you there is not one guy on my board that is a absolutely do not draft. It doesn't exist because there's a round for absolutely everybody. And that's what I'm here for, to tell you when and where you should take certain players. Yeah, it's going to be fun tonight. Tonight we're going to have a good show. We're going to go over a lot of things. It's almost going to feel like everyone in the world is interviewing those tonight. Between me, all the texters, that's basically what's going to end up happening tonight as we go through the entire NFL and all the draft strategies. I do want to start with this. Um, because we're now a week uh, into the – we've already done one show. We did it a week ago. We're going to be on next Thursday night right before – Thursday Night Football, which is very tasty to start off with right there. As we end next week, the kickoff for the NFL season starts right from us. But one thing I noticed now already having two drafts, I've got two more left, or three more left now. God, I'm in so many leagues. It's amazing. I'm only in five leagues, I think, this year. Knows 25,000 leagues this year, so that's good for him uh, going forward. Um, Jonathan Taylor has been the first pick in my half PPR and my PPR league. One thing I've seen is Christian McCaffrey's not going two in all the leagues. Are you noticing that a little bit? Are people scared? Or is that just the two leagues that I'm in so far where he went two in, in, in one of them and he went four in the other? In the majority of the league, Zach, Taylor is one and McCaffrey is two. I've even seen McCaffrey one. So in a full PPR league, he has gone one and it's completely justifiable if he could just stay on the field, right? But the one guy that has been getting, I guess, where you've seen McCaffrey go three or four, the one player that everybody still has a very soft spot for is Derrick Henry. That's it, King, right. Right. King Henry, again, if he gets past that defensive line, he could be gone. He has that gear, right? The gear that gone like the wind, okay? A certain gear that maybe a Najee Harris doesn't have, similar size player. So when you have a guy who could go 70 yards like we've seen year after year after year. Uh, yeah, I understand why he goes number two. He's coming off that foot injury, and that's a little scary, of course. But without A.J. Brown there, they're going to depend more than ever on that run. So look, Derrick Henry's a top four pick. We discussed it. I have him ranked overall four because most leagues at this point are PPR, okay? Most right, are. Right. And if you're in a non-PPR league, it's time to come to the, you know, whatever it is, the 21st century right now and add that in. It's a lot more strategy, a lot more fun. But it's a very clean cut top four of Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, and Derrick Henry, okay? That's it. Clean cut. Right. Uh, so if Christian McCaffrey's going three, okay, that means Derrick Henry went at number two. But that's it. Clean cut top four. Right. Yeah, it's it's just interesting how, you know, in different leagues and like you said, half PPR, full PPR, whatever the case may be, how guys will uh, move up and down. I also saw Cooper Cup go second overall in one of the leagues I was in uh, above the running backs in a PPR league because people are expecting the same thing from him or close to it. 
And that's an interesting one also for me. Uh, I'm getting these all out of the way because these are the top of the draft stuff. Uh, if you're already drafted or you're getting ready for a draft, we are specifically talking right now top five, top six picks. But I feel like these are topics and hot topics around because, like No said, if you're in a league at this point, PPR, non-PPR, whatever the heck your, your, your scoring system is, Jonathan Taylor's going number one and the rarity of Christian McCaffrey going there. But then all of a sudden, two through six, it's like four or five players that realistically could go anywhere in your league, depending on what guys like. But I did see Cooper Cup go two in a league, and I did see uh, Justin Jefferson go three in a league. So, like, the wide receivers are being held at a, a pretty a premium at this point. And they should be in it to a sense. Now, it's not for me. It's not how I start my team. Look. I've just said it for, I don't know, you said we've been doing this for eight years together. I start with running backs. That's what I do. That's my business. I start with that running back because I know later on in the season with injuries, with bye weeks, to have that stable guy, to have that one rock in your lineup that's a running back, man, I have to have it. It's just the way I think you build a successful team. That being said, if you're at the end of the first round or anywhere between pick seven and ten, and Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup are your best players on the board, yeah, I will go with one of those guys there because I value them more than, say, Joe Mixon or Najee Harris. But let me tell you something. That means I have to be disciplined because my next two picks must be running backs. And I don't like to put myself in a situation, per se, where I say I have to have because I'm a person who wants to have the best available player. But if you go, again, with a Justin Jefferson, let's say with the seventh pick, and then you come back in the second round, and a Travis Kelsey's there, and you want yourself a Travis Kelsey, I don't think you could do it. Because then all of a sudden, your first running back off the board is going to be something that is not going to carry you throughout the season, okay? You're already getting into what we call that running back dead zone And you don't want to have, say, a Miles Sanders or an Antonio Gibson or a J.K. Dobbins being your two running back set. It will not work for you. I promise you that. Right, yeah. And then we have lots of questions around those guys as well. By the way, text machine is going to be open all show long. Like I said, we're going to do a lot of, basically, it's going to feel like an NFL preview show tonight. But your text messages will take the cake. If they come in, we will go to them first. We will get them out of the way. And we have a couple so far that I'd like to get to before we get to segment number two, 305-567-0560. I think this is a good one because you just brought up, uh, you know, Antonio Gibson. Someone said Brian Robinson went undrafted in my league. Is he worth the roster spot? Are we talking about the player who got shot? We are talking about the player that took two, yeah. Yeah, I would probably say it's safe to say you don't need to be drafting or picking up Brian Robinson at this point. That's a bit unfortunate for him. Great uh, rookie-looking player from Bama, but he got a a really bad luck. But at the same time, he got some good luck because he seems to be really happy and okay. But we're going to talk about him next year for fantasy purposes. That's why I figured at that point, you know, with what happened to him, obviously, I don't know what's going to end up happening with, with NFL this year. Let's just hope that he's okay, he's good, and he makes a nice little recovery from that. Uh, this is going to make you laugh because I know you love when Yahoo, when people draft in Yahoo and immediately they come out with the draft grades like right afterwards. And you always laugh at me when I tell you what mine are. Someone said, uh, texting Yahoo says I made a mistake drafting Travis Etienne in the fourth round. Was that a big mistake? Yes or no's? It's not a matter of it's a big mistake or not. I would have to know who was still available for you. But Travis Etienne is one of those players that has a tremendous amount of upside and a tremendous amount of, what did we call it last week? The unknowns, right? right. It's a bit unknown. Look, 
first of all, the Urban Meyer era was the one who drafted him late in that first round. I think it was the last pick of the first round. Uh, I believe in his ability. I believe he could be great. He still has James Robinson there. Uh, so overall, he's a high-risk, uh, high-reward type of player. And I have no problem with you guys drafting one or two of those guys uh, in the right spot. I will say it's not a player that I'm targeting. Again, it's a bit of the unknown. I do like the backup there. So I, I think I, I mentioned to someone who was on Twitter, uh, that guy, uh, if you have Etienne and he blows up, he could be a huge difference maker because the first three picks were absolutely solid. Uh, it's a bit unknown, high upside. We'll see what happens. All right, here's a good one. A.J. Brown or Pittman, and when do you, should those guys be drafted, either one of them? Oh, that's a great question because I absolutely— Great question. It, I, I love them both. Um, okay, so A.J. Brown I have as a much higher higher ceiling, but they are literally ranked to me 11th and 12th overall. I have A.J. Brown uh, being the 11th ranked wide receiver. I got him just uh, below Keenan Allen, and then Michael Pittman is right next to them. I'm targeting both those guys in the mid-third, late, uh, mid to late third. That's where those guys are going. And if they slip there, uh, you are in really good shape. Those are two superstar athletes. They have now uh, quarterbacks that are able to get them the ball. Specifically, uh, Matt Ryan in Indianapolis will be able to get him the ball better than Carson Wentz did last year. And then A.J. Brown is one of those players, the sky is the limit. We all know he has that next level ability. Can he stay healthy? And can Jalen Hurt so good get him the ball? Right. That's a good question right there. Here's a good one. Someone said Josh Allen at six or wait until 18. He's in a PPR league. But would you take Josh Allen so early at six in the draft? I, I think I can answer that for you. And probably well, say I think no, this right? is a good time. I think this is a good time as we probably are, are nearing the end of this segment to go over what the, the no strategy is, the core strategy is. We do not take uh, quarterbacks, at least in this show, we do not take quarterbacks until the minimum, the minimum eighth round, okay? You're going to be taking, in no particular order, three running backs, three wide receivers, and a tight end before you're drafting your first quarterback. I have done multiple drafts, and let me tell you something. It has worked every single time because what I'm ending up with as my quarterbacks are Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, one of those types, and then I'm drafting Trey Lance right in that area, and now I have myself two really good quarterbacks. And someone like Josh Allen, if you were to take in the first or second round, okay, you are going to basically have three to four fantasy points more a week than, say, a Matthew Stafford or a Russell Wilson, and that's a maybe. And whereas if you were to take a running back, which I recommend in that area, versus a running back much later on, that difference of point differential is going to be much larger. Weight on quarterbacks, that's what we do here. Right. A couple more, and we'll go to break here. My first four picks, uh, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift, Pittman Jr., Travis Etienne. How far can I go with this group? It's not a bad start to a team. If Etienne is good, right. wow, you are great. Okay. You got yours. And then again, there's nothing wrong with Etienne. There's going to be a few guys like that, okay? There's players like Hall from the Jets that are, you know, it's a, it's a bit of an unknown, right? Tons of upside. How about the Florida Gator, Damian Pierce? We're going to be talking about him on this show. There's a bunch of guys that have the unknown to it. And again, if they blow up for you, oh yeah. You know, J.K. Dobbins, we know what he did two years ago. Right. He goes out in the preseason with a t- torn ACL, 
full year recovery, starting running back. But do we really know what we're getting out of him? No, no, we don't. So uh, if Travis Etienne, to answer this texter's question, is good, oh, yeah, that team could be ridden right to the championship. Right. That's a nice good start right there if Etienne's good. Uh, PPR, CMC, or JT with the first pick? You're going to go. Uh, I'm going JT Taylor. with the first yeah. pick. Yeah. I, fig- I figured I could answer that for you. All right. Last one here before we go to a break. Uh, 305-567-0560, by the way. I didn't realize we do an entire first segment on text. That's amazing. So you can tell how many people are really getting ready for their draft. Let's, so that's while good. while we right. have their attention, let's roll. Well, let's do it. I have picked number 10 in a 12-man uh, one-point PPR league. What's your thoughts at number 10, uh, Kamara, Chase, or Mixon? Yeah, so you're going to exactly, at least you know where you're, what you're dealing with. I am personally, at this point, going with uh, Joe Mixon slightly over Alvin Kamara. Joe Mixon was the third best running back in fantasy last year. They have a great team. Obviously, we know they, they took it all the way to the end. Uh, Joe Mixon is safe. I know he's a bit boring, but you don't need to be sexy with this first pick. I got a lot of sexy picks coming up for this show for you. Go with Joe Mixon there. If he's gone, Alvin Kamara, as long as he's playing the entire season, you can't give up that talent. Uh, so for me, I am now leaning. Last week, I, 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 after a week of analysis, I've taken Jamar Chase and I've taken him down a small notch. Look, he was incredible during the fantasy playoffs, but he had a lot of inconsistencies throughout the year. He's still a late-round, first-round pick. I would go with one of those running backs first, and if Jamar Chase can... Make it to your second round pick. Fantastic. If not, though, you have the ability to take a Kelsey there or you might be able to take another running back there, whether it's a, uh, a Saquon Barkley, a Nick Chubb. So start off your team uh, with the running back first and then go with a chase if he's there. If not, I said it, Kelsey, Chubb, Barkley, all really good options. All right, here, uh, someone uh, said uh, the texter texted back in the update on the Travis Etienne pick. The next three after were DJ Moore, Waddle, and T. Higgins. I like what you did. Yeah, I like move, it. I think right. It's just yeah. upside, baby, and it's a yeah. running back. And right. if he gets the volume, if he gets the volume, I have a really good feeling that the Jacksonville offense, with a new coach who actually knows what he's doing and knows how to run an offense, uh, I think all of the players in uh, Jacksonville are all going to be, uh, I guess, trending upward. All right. All right, that's the nose. I am Zach. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at beautiful Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. That's the first segment, 305-567-0560. That is a text machine if you want to run them in here. We will answer them all show long, getting you ready for your drafts. Let's take a break. We'll come back and start our preview as well on the rest of the NFL. And when I mean the rest of the NFL, I'm talking about going through all 32 teams and what the nose likes dislikes to take and not take in your drafts let's take a break we're back right after this okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back at it, back at it, back at it, back at it. It's Zach in the nose as we get you ready for your fantasy drafts. Get you ready for the start of the NFL season, which knows, I mean, how good does this sound? Seven days from today, we'll be in our second segment, and we will be getting ready for the Buffalo Bills and the LA Rams to kick off the NFL season. You want to talk about fantasy implications all over the field. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited I can't wait. Next week. I mean, right. we're going to really dive into that game because there's so many layers to it. You know, uh, the Gabriel Davis of the world, where one of those very uh, high upside players that a lot of people are taking real early right now, and, and I get why. And oh my God, uh, Stafford now with Allen Robinson. It's a really fun game that uh, I can't imagine many people not having multiple players. There's going to be about seven to eight guys that you should be starting on that game. And so there's going to be a lot of people watching Thursday night for their fantasy purposes. And what a way to kick it off, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great, great start for the NFL. Uh, even better for us fantasy football heads out there. Uh, a couple more texts. And listen, like I said, as the texts come in, we're going to take them. We're going to help you out. Noah's going to answer all your questions. We're on till 8 o'clock tonight, so we got about 90 minutes left if you want to send in any more text 305-567-0560 we're going to go right back at it before we start our full preview this could be one of those nights knows where we tell everyone we're going to do a full preview of the nfl and by the time we get done with all the text messages we do about three minutes of it so i hope that's what it comes down to where we make this very interactive tonight we're letting the we're letting you the listeners out there basically <laughs> dictate the rest of the show tonight because if the texts come in, we're going to hit all the texts up. And there's a lot of good questions that come in there. And a lot of people just want knows to kind of grade where their, their teams are. So we got a couple of those coming in. But let's start. Uh, best pick at six, knows running back or wide receiver? It's the toughest spot because you're looking at one of those top three wide receivers. So the bottom line is this. You're either going to go with one of those top three wide receivers or for me, it's Dalvin Cook. Okay, And I'm actually right now leaning towards Dalvin Cook. Um Again, we discussed him last week. Nobody runs harder. As long as he's on the field, then you can't go wrong with Dalvin Cook. But the problem's been his health, right? 
But last year, 1,159 yards, six touchdowns, and that's not playing a full slate. So if he plays the full slate, Dalvin Cook's a top three pick for me. Again, though, we discussed it. If you are feeling like you rather go with one of those top three wide receivers, in my opinion, it's really a top two at this point, which is uh, Jefferson and Cup. Go for it. But I'm telling you, you really got to be focused and come back with a running back in the next round. And it might not be the best player on the board, but that's what you're forcing yourself to do. All right, still, this is a good one. Still riding high from the ass whooping the Dolphins late on the Eagles preseason or not. I'm with you, sir, or ma'am. The nose has drilled it in my head the importance of the running back position. My keeper can either be Cooper Cup or Alvin Kamara. Where do you go, nose? Well... I would keep uh, Cooper Cup, and then my first pick would be a running back, okay? So the fact that you're able to keep somebody and still use a first-round pick. Now, again, I don't know which running backs are being kept. It's not, you know, I don't have all of the information, but if you're able to get yourself a Cooper Cup and then draft a Joe Mixon, a Najee Harrison, Austin Eckler, uh, you know, one of those type of players, an Alvin Kamara, then um, I'm all for that. So, again, it depends on how many running backs are being kept. If you are able to get one of those top guys that I like in that first, you know, again, seven or eight running backs, then I'd keep Cooper Cup. All right, this one is, is true. This is going to be right to the, the, the head, the brainchild of the nose here. When should I consider taking the cheetah? Knows his favorite fantasy football player, maybe. I'm not going to say of all time, but definitely recent years. He is up there with the all-timer because when uh, a certain player wins you leagues and you're, you know where your heart is, you are forever in love. And is there anybody cooler than the Cheetah? My God, I'm praying. He is a keeper in my top league. I'm praying for him. That being said, there is a lot of risk. We don't have to discuss that. You, I mean, you, it's an obvious we thing. We will discuss it, right. It's Patrick Mahomes down to Tua. That's it, okay? You're going from the best quarterback in the NFL to, let's just say, he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm not going to dog the guy, but he also can't throw the ball as far as Mahomes, and not many people could out-throw the Cheetah. That being said, he's going anywhere right now between the middle of your second to the end of the second. So he is in the slot of 15th overall to 22nd overall. And again, you know the risks behind it. If you want to go with him as your second round draft pick, I do think he's going to have a great year. There is, you know, last year and the year before, it's is he going to be top three or four overall? This year, the question is more closer. Is he going to be a top 10 overall? So know the risks going in, but I have no problem with you taking him in the late second round. That's where he belongs. If you take him any earlier, it feels like a homer pick. Uh, so I would target him anywhere, again, between 15 and 22 is where I have him being acceptable. All right, Nose, uh, lock up those uh, headphones for a second because this is going to be a good one for you. 12-man league, I had picked four. Here's my first 10. A.A. Ron Ecular, Saquon Barkley, James Conner, Patty Mahomes, Waddle, Hopkins, the Double Jew, Juju, Dalton Schultz, Tyler Lockett, and Mike Gronsecki. What do you think? My team is predicted with the highest points for week one in the league. You did great. I don't love the Patrick Mahomes pick, believe it or not. If you took him in the fourth round, it sounded like Waddle was your wide receiver one. Yes. Loved what, love, repeat, love you going with the three running back set you did. Uh, okay, so again, I'm going to be blunt on this. I'm, I'm letting people know how it is. In that fourth round pick, I would have gone with a top-notch receiver. Then I would have gone with Waddle. And then I would have gone with the quarterback a little later which is, again, the 3-3-1 strategy that I had. 
That being said, your team is very good. You're going to have a lot of fun. You need Juju to be the number one player there because if that ends up being the case, the Mahomes to Juju will be absolutely fantastic for your team and you will end up being in first place if that is a very good connection. All right, here's an interesting one. Rank these three wide receivers. The Lizard, Lazard, Brandon Ayuk, or Kadarius Burn one Tony. Oh. Those three. Good. Nice job on the burn one because he burns yep. quite a bit. I can only uh, imagine. So uh, I'm going to go backwards. Well, who is the first? Uh, give me the three again. The Lizard. The Lizard, Ayuk, and, and Burn One right. Tony. I got. Give it to me right now. Number one, go. Ayuk. Monster camp out of Ayuk. Um, I'm expecting him to have a, a step forward. If Trey Lance ends up being good, Ayuk is going to be great. And then. Um, yeah, I got Tony being last in the bunch only based off of Daniel Jones as his quarterback, and that's super scary. Right, right. So the Lizard is an interesting player. He should be the number one wide receiver for Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is going to spread the ball quite a bit, though, so there's a lot of uncertainty with uh, the Lizard. But uh, he has the upside, and I understand why he's being drafted where he's being drafted, but it's going to be Ayuk, the Lizard, then Burn One Tony. Oh, you get it sounds like it's a, There you go. I knew that was coming at some point. So there you go. 305-567-0560 if you want to bring in. Did I push something or is that in the background? You hear that also. You hear that That's, too. Okay. Yeah, I hear that too. 305-567-0560. Someone's taking a shower. Toilet. Right. Sounds like someone's uh, flushing the toilet or something. 305-567-0560 if you want to continue to get in here at this point. Uh, so, listen. What I told you we're going to end up doing is going through a lot of these teams and figuring out a lot of these depth charts at this point. Uh, I want to start, and we'll start here. And we're going to go in basically alphabetical order at this point. Start with Arizona, end with Washington. But let's start with Arizona. And obviously, Kyler Murray is the top name when it looks at this Arizona team here. What do you think Kyler Murray's season is going to look like? DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, there you go. It's gone. The shower's off. Someone's out there feeling clean now. DeAndre Hopkins uh, is their number one guy. He's out for how many weeks? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Is that what it is? Six weeks. Six weeks. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Brown is there. Rondell Moore, A.J. Green. Those are the wide receivers there. And then James Conner, the Terminator, at running back. Zach Ertz at tight end as well. But Kyler Murray, to you, where does he fall in the quarterback rankings? Well, he he's in the range where we're not drafting Kyler Murray most likely, okay? He's going sooner uh, than I would like because he's right in that range of the Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert range where – He's going in rounds four through five, maybe four through six, where I want you taking your quarterback in round eight. And, and a big problem is this. Who's he throwing the ball to? Okay, so right now you got Zach Ertz extremely questionable for week one. You have Rondell Moore extremely questionable for week one. Now, I know those are not those top targets. You got Hollywood Brown. He got signed. He should be the guy there. But overall, Hollywood Brown is um, an unknown for Kyler Murray. The key is when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, okay? And that's a player that I want to talk about more. I'm drafting DeAndre Hopkins everywhere, okay? Wow, because okay. he is going really late, and I am a cocky fantasy owner. What does that mean? That means I think I'm going to win. That means I think I'm going to draft well enough to where I have already my starting team. If you have already three running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a quarterback, and you see DeAndre Hopkins... I really recommend taking him because if you start off 
four and two, five and one, because you already have a great starting lineup. You're bringing back a guy who's embarrassed. And oh, by the way, he might be one of the best still wide receivers. Two years ago, I remember on our show, just like I said for this year, Devontae Adams, in my opinion right now, is the best wide receiver, the best route runner, wide receiver. Does that mean he's the best fantasy wide receiver? Absolutely not. But DeAndre Hopkins is not even a year or two removed from being that, that special superstar player. Well, he will be back in week seven, and when he is, I expect him to be incredible, okay? He should be healthy by then, and he should be angry because he embarrassed himself because he shouldn't be suspended for what he's suspended for. So DeAndre Hopkins, when we're talking Arizona, that's the guy I want you to go after. Be cocky, okay? Trust the system, and by round seven or eight or nine, and he's still on the board, draft him. Just trust me. Stash him, because come week seven and you have a winning record, you're going to be smiling ear to ear. Where do you, where do you like James Conner, by the way, at running back? Where does he kind of uh, – I know he's not obviously tier one, probably not even tier two. Uh, or maybe he is late tier two for you. He's but, tier two. Okay, He's so a tier two guy. Where, he's where, right where now are you se- drafting James Conner, basically? He, he's a second-round draft pick. I am not so high on James Conner because he's completely touchdown-based. Last year, he had an absolute ton of touchdowns. He was the top five player overall. But he had 752 yards only, but 15 touchdowns in the air, uh, excuse me, on the ground, and three in the air. Okay, 18 touchdowns is why he was a top five guy. It is very hard to replicate that, and I just don't think he will. But he will have the volume. He is the only guy there. Right now, the backup is uh, Daryl Williams or Eno Benjamin. So it really is his own show now that Kenyon Drake is out of there. So I have, again, no problem with you taking James Conner in the mid to late second round. And it sounded like a a, a texter called in and got him as third round. That's a steal there. So remember, I don't like him maybe around where 12 or 13th overall because I've seen him go that early. But I do like him at the very, very end of the second or the third round. That's where you get the uh, the value for him. But again, I don't see him scoring 15 uh, touchdowns on the ground. That was a very... High amount to give you an idea. Jonathan Taylor had 18, and then the second highest was Connor. So wow. he has to replicate replicate 15 touchdowns on the ground to make that happen. Right, that's a lot to have to overcome at that point. All right, that's a little bit of the Arizona breakdown. Let's move on to our next team here, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Cordell, Cordell, whatever that is, the first name is Patterson at running back. Uh, he was a guy that kind of shot out of a cannon. Uh, if you had him on your team and you picked him up after waiver wires and then all of a sudden, this guy's just been one of those guys over the last couple of years. I don't know if you trust any of the wide receivers or the quarterback there, but the big name there, Kyle Pitts. What happens with Kyle Pitts on your board with Marcus Mariota or possibly Desmond Ritter throwing him the ball? So here's your Atlanta breakdown. I'm going to be real quick and, and simple and to the point. Marcus Mariota, you're not drafting him for fantasy purposes. Cordell Patterson last year had that really bizarre year where all of a sudden they just made him a running back. 618 618 yards on the ground, 548 in the air, and 11 touchdowns, putting him around 12th overall amongst all running backs. I don't think he duplicates that. I didn't believe it was going to happen, but it kept on happening week after week last year. I I just can't believe in him. Uh, But, again... If you go with a strategy now, again, not everyone's going to listen to me, but in the fourth or fifth round and he's sitting there and you need a running back, yeah, it could be worth the risk. That's where we're at. But we're not targeting him in anywhere in the top three rounds, that's for sure. Uh, the big player, as you mentioned, 
Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is by far the most talented, in my opinion, uh, outside of Travis Kelsey and Andrews. He's the most talented player at that position. Uh, last year, only had one touchdown, and that was crazy because he had 1,000 yards. He had 110 targets, 68 catches. So this year, I expect Marcus Mariota to rely on Kyle Pitts. The talent is there. A 4-4 tight end, uh, excuse me, with a 4-4 speed tight end, incredible hands. Uh, so for me, I have him as the overall third tight end, again, ahead of uh, just behind uh, Kelsey and Andrews, who are in their own world uh, at tight end. And uh, Drake London, you're not touching him, the rookie, right? You're not touching it's that It's not a matter of not touching him. I just don't trust Marcus Mariota. I think Desmond Ritter will be eventually the quarterback this year. I think Mariota is going to try to run the ball too much and get hurt. I know that's complete speculation. It's what I think. Uh, Drake London, look, rookie wide receivers are uh, very, very far and few between that they become fantasy stars. It happens. Don't get me wrong. Jefferson, two years ago, really, really good. Uh, Jamar Chase, really good. Uh, I do not expect Drake London to be a, uh, I guess, a, a big fantasy producer. So, right. yeah, I, I'm not really drafting him in many places. All right, let's do one more team before we take a break here. The Baltimore Ravens, obviously. Lamar Jackson, the big name there. Mark Andrews, another big name there. But that running back in that wide receiver position for that team is really, really weird. With the running back, you brought him up earlier, J.K. Dobbins. They have Gus the Bus, Mike Davis, and now Kenyon Drake in that running back stable. And wide receiver-wise, Rashad Bateman, the former first-round pick, who I don't know if you could trust or not yet, but obviously Lamar and Mark Andrews are the two big names there. What do you think about everybody else? Lamar Jackson is who he is, okay? Uh, again, I'm not drafting him based on how I uh, you know, how I draft. He's going to be a top three guy, or he should be, the way he runs the ball and throws the ball. But, uh, yeah, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to be in, a, in that range where I'm not drafting him. J.K. Dobbins is a real interesting player. We're talking about a ton of upside, Zach. Like, a ton of it. He looked amazing uh, his rookie year. But this is a team that has never been shy of using a running back by committee. And you did mention they have Kenyon Drake. And Mike Davis could still play. So if you're drafting J.K. Dobbins, uh, it is definitely one that has the upside. But it also could be one that could give you a lot of uh, agita because it's a player that uh, may share a lot more balls than you want him to. Uh, then Rashad Bateman is the wide receiver one. He's the only wide receiver that I'm going to be drafting from this team. Can he be good? Absolutely. Do I think he's going to be inconsistent because that's just the throwing game of the Baltimore Ravens? Yes. So Rashad Bateman's going to have a lot of good games, but I don't see him doing it week after week. So that is a bit of a risk. And then Mark Andrews, man, what a year. The number one tight end last year, uh, he had... 107 receptions, 1,361 yards, and nine touchdowns. Wow, that's really good. So if you want to take him in your third round, I have absolutely no problem with it. I still have Travis Kelsey number one. He's just been doing it every year, his entire career, and he just doesn't stop doing it. Where Mark Andrews, look, Mark Andrews is Lamar Jackson's guy, okay? And so he's going to just depend on him. So those two are in their own world. Definitely want to draft Mark Andrews because you want to have that tight end, uh, I guess, you know, stud, and then draft after that a bunch of running backs and wide receivers. I got no problem with it. All right, that is the first couple teams we'll preview here 
on Zach of the Nose. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of your text messages as well. 305-567-0560. Send them in if you got them. If you got some questions for the Nose, we will read them. Otherwise, we'll talk a little bit about the Bills, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Bengals coming up here before we wrap up our number one. It's Zach and the Nose. Follow the Nose on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. If you have any questions that you don't get to here in the show, getting ready for your drafts or as we go through the entire season. Let's take a break. This is Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll, we'll clean up and finish hour number one right after this. Follow my nose. It always knows. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here, Zach and the Nose. We'll wrap up our number one. If you got text, 305-567-0560. I almost forgot the number there. I only say it about 85 times a day. I almost forgot it right there. Let's get right to it and get a team or two in here before we have to go to break. We ended up with the Buffalo Bills a team with Josh Allen, a big question when it comes to where to draft that guy. Running back by committee, Steph Diggs, and Dawson Knox at tight end. But it's not just Steph Diggs there. They had a guy who caught four touchdowns against Kansas City in a playoff game last year, Gabe Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie also there. What do you think about this offense, this team, when it comes to fantasy uh, and that running back by committee, basically, that they have there? Super Bowl, here we come. That's, right. that's what I, you know, this is what I think. Look, Josh Allen's the best quarterback fantasy-wise, um, and that's why I won't be drafting Josh Allen. We did the math last year. Josh Allen uh, was the number one quarterback, but when it came down to it, he had two and a half to three fantasy more points per week than like the seventh or eighth overall quarterback. So just remember, uh, the person who takes the quarterback in the second or third round in a one quarterback league is the person that we call the sucker, right? It's like a guy probably sitting at a poker table with, uh, you know, Phil Ivey, and that guy doesn't know he's going against Phil Ivey, and he's just great making amateur Ivey moves. There. Yeah, great wow, I can't believe I, I literally came out with that out of nowhere. Right. But, um, look, I'm not hating on Josh Allen. I just, for a fantasy purposes, is not how I do it. Two years ago, we were drafting Josh Allen. Last year, we were drafting Jalen Hurts. And this year, we're drafting Trey Lance. And one of those Russell Wilson type, uh, you know, Joe Burrow types. That's what we're doing this year. So Josh Allen is going to help get Stefan Diggs the ball, as you mentioned. Stefan Diggs is a clear-cut number one wide receiver. He's a second-round draft pick. Wherever you want him in the second round, that's where he's going. The uh, real names that I wanted to talk about with this team, that's Gabriel Davis. Okay, Gabriel Davis right now is one of the it players, the it names in fantasy because, as you had mentioned, Blew up in front of everybody. Wow. Incredible hands, incredible size, speed, and he has a gunslinger throwing him the ball. Gabriel Davis, by all means, is a player that is going right now between the fifth and sixth round, and I am okay with it. Okay? I love upside. I live for upside. 
So Gabriel Davis is a player that I'm targeting. If you need a little bit of pizzazz, instead of you know making a splash in the first round as we were discussing, make the splash with Gabriel Davis in the fifth or sixth round and see how you do there. And we talked about it last week. The running back is a running back by committee. But I firmly believe that James Cook is going to be the guy who comes out of that backfield and becomes really good and fantasy-worthy. Devin Singletary, we've seen it a few years in a row. It hasn't worked out. Zach Moss, if he was really any good, they wouldn't have drafted James Cook. I really believe in the James Cook show. And then Dawson Knox is going around 10th, uh, you know, maybe 9th, 10th, 11th overall in terms of all tight ends. He does catch touchdowns, so I don't mind him. So if that's a position that you punt in general, you're just not going with that position, I have no problem with you going uh, with Knox. He had last year uh, 587 yards and nine touchdowns. Nine touchdowns. Do I think he's going to replicate that? No. But is it worth maybe not drafting a, a tight end a little early and going with him later on? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one right there. That's a good call right there. It's Buffalo for you. Let's do one more team before we uh, finish the first hour here of Zach of the Nose. The Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield, the new quarterback there. Christian McCaffrey, we already know, is probably first or second pick in your draft. And then interesting wide receivers, DJ Moore, maybe even a Robbie Anderson there. I don't trust any of the tight ends. But McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Baker Mayfield, draftable guys. Does Robbie Anderson make your list? I could do this mud team in the offense in 20 seconds. Baker Mayfield's, your, Baker Mayfield's your guy. We don't know what we're going to get. We're going to get a lot of interceptions. You know, look, DJ Moore could be good, but his quarterback's Baker Mayfield, who I don't trust at all. Kish, Christian McCaffrey is the entire offense. Stay away from Robbie Anderson. They don't have any uh, tight ends. Tommy Tremble and Ian Thomas. So overall with Carolina, this is Kish, Christian McCaffrey all the way. And if DJ Moore slips to like... The fifth or sixth round, he's worth a flyer there, but no earlier. Yep. All right, one uh, text here real quickly. Forgive me, I have sinned. My sins are I missed week's one live show. Don't worry, you can go there and uh, hit the download button. You can listen to it again, WQAM.com. Just look for Zach in the nose. Late for week two, and I drafted Tua. Glad you guys are back. That's from Lenny. Lenny's got oh. two on his team. Of course he has, too. He's the biggest Dolphin fan. It's a homer pick, and I love it, but I don't at the same time. We'll, we'll, I hope I hope the rest of your team is really good. Right. We'll talk about the Dolphins coming up here. We're going to talk about all the teams in the NFL. We're up to, I believe, the Chicago Bears. We'll get to them to start hour number two here on Zach of the Nose. The text machine is open, by the way, 305-567-0560. If you want to hit a couple text messages in here as we go through the NFL and get you ready for your drafts one week until the L.A. Rams and Buffalo Bills kick off the NFL season, the fantasy football season for all of us out there. College football basically is in uh, full effect now, so that's good too. But we're talking fantasy football here. Football's back in general. High school football, everything is back. That's good stuff. But starting next Thursday, the NFL and fantasy football for us all starts. That's the Nose. I'm Zach. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two coming up. Like I said, your text messages will drive us if you send them in. 305-567-0560. Let's take a break. Hour number two after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.